like it. Where I'm from, I'm not playing with Israel. From where I'm from, it be like when you cook like Jupiter. Keeps a fat beats by the pack. Where I'm from, nappy hair is like we be reading marks. Where I'm from, the kids be rocking clocks. Where I'm from, you turn around your cap, you talk over a beat, and dig some sounds booming out of Jeep. Where I'm from, and we're back. This is stuff on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, season five, week 41. This is the A Block. Tonight is Monday, November the 4th. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel. Uh, it's going well. Um, my hot take. Oh, I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. My hot take for this week is that nobody told me that it was daylight savings time. Um, and so yesterday I just like found myself feeling kind of down in the afternoon and it made me think that it's like very appropriate that the world series ends and then like immediately it's dark outside all the time. Winter has come. Right. Exactly. It's like goodbye happiness. Yeah. Hello darkness, my old friend. (laughs) Let's talk about some football. You know what I mean? (laughs) Who's ready for some violence? Yeah, exactly. Let's you know, let's talk about like domestic abuse and yeah. head, like injuries, shall yeah. we? <laughs> um, yeah. When I lived in Chicago, I always thought about that because you have the long hot summers in Chicago when everyone's divided, north side versus south side. But then when baseball's over, winter falls. It's cold. It's bitter. Nobody has the energy to fight each other about White Sox Cubs anymore, so everybody just agrees to be Chicago Bears fans. Right. But they're all kind of miserable about it. Right, exactly, because the Bears suck. Because the Bears suck, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's not my only hot take, but that's a hot take. Uh, Somebody who doesn't suck, Max Scherzer, he is still drunk in Washington, D.C., YouTube videos of him at bars on Saturday night, just partying, getting down. Uh, but I doubt he can out-drink Alex Ovechkin. What do you think? I mean, same city, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, Ovechkin's probably still partying from that last Stanley Cup that he won a couple years back. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, they're probably hanging. Yeah, exactly. And they're Ovechkin, probably hanging, they're probably just like, standing nose to nose and screaming at each other just like not even using words no and ovechkin it's hockey season he's just showing up to the hockey games drunk right yeah he's like 300 pounds right now like just morbidly obese (laughs) yeah but it's hockey so they're all like kind of okay with that right yeah yeah that's fucked up so ladies and gentlemen You know, this is what we do on this podcast. Um, Make sure if you are listening to us on Apple iTunes, please give us a rating, a review, and subscribe to us. You can also check us out on SoundCloud and Spotify. Also, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and on Instagram. Um, Thanks, everybody who listened last week. We've got a couple of episodes from last week. We talk about – what did we talk about in the B Block, Sam? It was kind of a bummer. Oh, um, domestic abuse. Domestic, yep. Uh, Brandon Taubman and the Houston Astros. Oh, uh, yeah. 
the Roberto Osuna controversies. We also talked about managing changes in Major League Baseball. So check out those episodes from last week. Thanks for everybody who already listened to us. Mountain View, California, Champaign, Illinois, Monticello, Sandy, Oregon. That's Marin. She's probably going to be on uh, the B Block. Barcelona, Spain, Littleton, Colorado, Lewiston, Maine, New York, Boston, Chicago, and our good friends in Ashburn, Virginia. They're back. Working at the post office in Ashburn, Virginia. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So guess what? What uh, happened to Sheboygan? Did they move? I don't know. Yeah. Sheboygan stopped listening to us. We need to move to Ashburn, maybe? No, because Ashburn was one of our first listeners because it's like the people who work at the post office in Ashburn, Virginia. Uh, but then they stopped, but now they're back. So we're glad to have you back. Let's figure out what happened to those people in Sheboygan. Right. Yeah. Those traitors. <laughs> traitors up in Wisconsin. Classic. All right. World Series wrap-up. You ready for this, Sam? Yeah, I'm ready. Washington Nationals defeat the Houston Astros in a seven-game fall classic thriller, which featured a whole slew of World Series firsts. The home team failed to win a single game in a seven-game series. They went 0 for 7. That's the first time that's happened in any major North American sport. Uh, basketball, hockey, baseball, the home team, ha- uh, the road team has never gone 7-0 before. Steven Strasburg won World Series MVP because he had two wins. In this yeah. series, if I'm correct, which is the first time ever that a number one overall draft pick has won the world. He, of course, got a brand new car because the World Series is really just the price is right, but for millionaire celebrity athletes. So, Sam, WTF, what are your uh, last impressions about the 2019 World Series? Well, it was pretty wild, I got to say, and I yeah. missed a couple of games because I was in uh trinidad which we spoke about last week yeah but after five games uh loyal listeners will recall that i called the nationals to win in seven games and joel called the astros to win in six so i was incorrect and i also because i had my faith in justin verlander who still does not have a world series win oh and six yeah oh and six yep and so um, I think that it wasn't. It was a really pretty wild postseason, and it was what the second or third lowest rated World Series of all time, which was kind of yeah. a bummer. Yeah, it was, it was exciting. There were games that were decided. Uh, you know, a number of games that were decided after the seventh inning, um, and I think that was another World Series first, or at least postseason first. I think the Nationals came from behind in the seventh inning or later in. Uh, three or four elimination games, which because uh-huh. um, they did four, so they did in the wild card game, the game five with the uh, Dodgers, and both I think game six and seven in the World Series. So I think that was the first for the postseason. Yeah, um, the Nationals had never won a postseason series before, mm-hmm. so. That was kind of a first. Uh, anyway, really exciting. Um, 
kind of too bad that nobody cares about the Nationals or the Astros. Um, although I don't think people really should care about the Astros. Because, um, you know, fuck Texas. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're a good team. They're good, they're good at the game of baseball. Or as the Dutch call it, honksball. Honksball? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> How long have you been trying to work that one in? Yeah, well, I... um, yeah. So I think, you know, the takeaway was like it was a pretty good ending to a kind of disappointing season. That's how yes. I would say. Yeah. Um, I'm really happy that it wasn't just the Dodgers and the Astros again. Me too. Um, I'm really glad the Yankees lost. Yes. That, that, you talked about that. That took a big weight off of your shoulders. Yeah. You could then finally actually enjoy the uh, postseason. Right. Yeah. I I mean, we both came into this World Series thinking it was going to be a pitching duel, but there was a lot of offense. And to your point about the Nationals coming back in the seventh inning or later, there were multiple games where a team scored early, and I was like, well, that's it, because oh, Scherzer's in there, or Garrett Cole's in there, or Verlander's in there, and I thought they were just going to be shutting them down. But that right. never happened. So I think that was a big surprise. But I am also very happy for Steven Strasburg, um, because when he came into the league, he was supposed to be the next great sensation of Major League Baseball. Right. And he's been really good, but he's had kind of a tough career with, Lack of postseason success, dealing with injuries, kind well, of. He hasn't had a lot of postseason experience. I think that one of the years they just shut him down for the postseason because of overuse, and then he got uh, Tommy John surgery one year and like missed an entire season. Yeah. Um, oh, another thing that was so great is that fucking Bryce Harper was not on that team. <laughs> right. That's yeah. kind of the best thing about this <laughs> World Series is that Bryce Harper was like at home watching it. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. And Strasburg, when he got, when he won the MVP award, when they presented it to him, he's got a real, like, PTSD look on his face, I feel like. Right. He's got that, like, gaunt and hollow look. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, he's seen some demons. Well, he's like, uh, you know, Scherzer and Verlander and even Cole, to a certain extent, are, like, big men. You know what I mean? And. Yeah. Strasburg's got more of the uh, tall, you know, skinny guy. I feel tall, like. like, yeah, exactly. The yeah. Uh, you know the guy for the Red Sox, my guy. What's his name? Chris Sale. Chris Sale, look. Yeah. yeah. Super yeah. skinny. As for the thing about people not watching the World Series, I was thinking about that because even though it's the Mets, this is the first World Series in at least four years in which L.A., Chicago, and New York have not been uh, represented. Because you had Dodgers twice, right? Yep. 17, and they lost both times. And one of that was Dodgers-Boston, which I imagine must have been highly rated. Right. Then you had Cubs in the World Series for the first time in a million years. So that would have been a really highly rated World Series. And then you had Kansas City versus the Mets, which... Yeah, they're the Mets, and we're going to talk about the Mets in a minute, but still the New York media market, which is right. bigger and we than... we all know those New York fans show up when their team is, like, in the playoffs. Right. right. 
That's fa- <laughs> the nine match of my favorite squadron. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think that's got something to do with it. Even though Houston and D.C. are big markets. I mean, I bet more people in Houston watch the Dallas Cowboys than the Houston Astros in a game seven. Uh, yeah, I think that that was a thing. I think that Sunday night football outperformed the World Series by the highest margin that it ever had. Yeah, that does not surprise me. Yeah. Because Americans are terrible people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so did you see Eli just texted us? Yeah. He wants to talk about Mookie Betts. Right. Well, Tell him on the podcast. He needs to come on the podcast. <laughs> All right. Any other words about the World Series? Uh, no. Yeah, let's move on. We'll talk more about it later, but yeah, baseball. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. So speaking of the Mets, in this uh, our second favorite segment on this podcast <laughs> after the Quidditch Corner, which we haven't done in a while. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, uh, in this edition of Mets Gonna Met, uh, everyone's favorite Queens car wrecked turned baseball team has a new manager. <laughs> The New York Mets hired former player and future or possibly current Hall of Famer Carlos Beltran to replace, uh, fuck, what's his name? What is his name? Mikey, Mike, Mikey Mikerson, something like that. Yeah. Uh, we're good, we're good journalists. (laughs) We're good good at this. Uh, Ask Eli. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, they named Carlos Beltran as their new, uh, manager going forward uh carlos beltran was a long time met uh real fan favorite Mm -hmm. Uh, so the question to you joel is this a good move or a bad move hell no this is not a good move i don't like organizations do this shit and because everybody loves beltran which okay that's well deserved right everybody should love carlos beltran right but they're just trying to go with the big name to get butts in the seats. Is there any evidence, and I'm not saying the New York Mets are at all an evidence-based organization, but if they were an evidence-based organization, is there any evidence to argue that Beltran would know what he's doing? Mickey Calloway. Mickey Calloway, who's Mikey, going to the— Mikey or Mickey. It's I think Mickey. it's Mickey, and he's going to the Angels. He's going Pitching coach. Pitching coach for the Angels, yeah. For Joe Madden, yeah. Yeah. And speaking of boneheaded decisions, the Cubs did almost exactly the same thing hiring David Ross. Who right. who what? He's a he's a player, he's a veteran, and he used he's good on TV. That's all they say. Right. Seen. Well I also think but I think that in the Cubs it makes sense because they're trying to like cut their budget. Yeah. Uh, because they're you know, quote unquote looking to save some money or as if they're not making tons of money off the and give it to the Republican Party. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's like elections coming up. So yeah. they've got to flash that payroll. They've got to steal <laughs> to the, to Trump. They've got <laughs> the governorship of Wisconsin. Right. So I yeah. think that they just hired David Ross to be kind of like a charismatic okay. uh punching bag yeah. for the destruction of that Cubs team. The right. it, Cubs team. But yeah. The Carlos Beltran is like the opposite of that because he's like historically does not talk to right. uh, the media. The media. 
That's interesting. And yeah. New York, you know, the New York Post, they're going to fucking love this shit. Right. They'll tear, tear them apart. Yeah. If the Mets don't do well. Yeah. But I do think, you know, he's from Puerto Rico, right? That much can we agree on? I don't. Sure. Uh, I think he's, I'm pretty sure he's from Puerto Rico. And I think that, um, I'm just going to. Uh, is is Cora from, Alex Cora is Puerto Rican too, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was yeah. going to say that I think that, uh, come on. So, yeah, so it's good to have a Latino manager, someone who speaks Spanish. Do the Mets have a lot of Latino players? I mean, everybody does, you know what I mean? Yeah, but some have more than others. I mean, the, that's one thing why I do like um, uh, uh, Ricky Renteria for the White Sox, is that we have almost all Latino or Afro-Latino players. Right. Well, like, I just think that Puerto Rican managers are a really good gap. Are like gap bridgers Uh because they're Americans and they're Latino. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel like they have like a foot in both worlds, so to speak. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, and I mean, here's the other question: Are the Mets going to be any good? They've got Pete Alonso, potential Rookie of the Year. Right. They've got. Two aces. That guy is so forgettable. I've already forgotten about. I know, but he's good at base. He's he's East Coast Mike Trout, man. Right? You think? I mean, like not as talented. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But he's good. He's good at baseball. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like he's an Aaron Judge type. Oh, interesting. I think he had a ton of home runs this year, and then like next year he's not going to be very good, and everyone's still going to love him because they're like. All they can remember is that he hit all those home runs when he was a rookie, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't matter that, like, through the next two seasons, he doesn't even total his rookie season, single season. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Okay. DeGrom, is Syndergaard still an elite pitcher? Top shelf pitcher? I think he has the potential to be. Mm-hmm. So, you've got all the building blocks for a team, but... You've got the Nats and the Braves in your division. Right. And technically the Philadelphia Phillies also. If you know what it's like. (laughs) Technically the Miami Marlins, but. Right. Yeah. That's real technically. That's real technically. They might not even show up next year. (laughs) (laughs) The beach may just reclaim them. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, the global climate changes, most victims will be the Miami Marlins. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People are going to uh, show up for opening day next year, and there's just going to be a bunch of people playing soccer on the beach. You know yeah. What I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, what what are the, your expectations for the nine Mets going into next season? Uh, my expectations are for them to finish third in the NL East. Yeah. Uh, five games over 500. Yep. I think that's a good one. I think I think five games over 500, that would be overachieving, honestly. Really? I don't know. I think the NL East is going to be better next year altogether. But I think we'll the Nationals are going to be worse. Yeah, because they're going to just get older. Right. But the Braves... Well, Strasburg uh, probably will go elsewhere. and. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll probably play for the Yankees. And... Ugh, no, it's stuck. 
I'll have to take back all the, the Astros, probably the Astros, you know. <laughs> I'll have to take back all the nice things I've said about him. Yeah. All right, moving on to the individual awards, the reason why we all play the game, individual achievements. <laughs> the reason Mike Trout plays the game. Now that the victory parade is over, it's red carpet season in baseball. The Gold Glove Awards, which are like the Golden Globes of MLB, were announced today, along with the nominees for the Cy Young Award and the MVP Awards, the Grammys and the Oscars. AL MVP finalists are Alex Bregman for the Houston Astros, Mike the Weatherman Trout for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, and Marcus Simeon of the Oakland Athletics. On the NL side is Coach Bellinger of the LA Dodgers, Christian Yelich of the Milwaukee Brewers, and World Series champion Anthony Rendon of the Washington Nationals. Cy Young candidates on the AL, uh, Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, both of the Houston Astros, and Charlie Morton, (laughs) formerly of the Houston Astros. (laughs) Our token token non-Astro, Charlie Morton, plays for the Tampa Bay Rays this season. And on the NL side, it's World Series champion Max Joseph. Jacob DeGrom of the Nine Mets, and Hyunjin Liu? Yeah, I think so. Yes, got it, of the Dodgers. So, Sam, who is going to win? Well, let's see. I'm going to call Alex Bregman, Cody Bellinger, Garrett Cole, and National League's tough. I'm going to go with Max Scherzer. Yeah, I like that. Um, Uh, Bregman over Trout, huh? Trout got hurt at the end of the season. I don't think that, you know, I think that if he had stayed healthy, he would have been 100%, but I think he missed the last month, and I think that that gave Bregman a chance to overtake him in a lot of offensive categories. Uh Cody Bellinger, I was reading, uh, because the Golden Globes just got, uh, the Golden Globes just got (laughs) announced, and Cody Bellinger was the best defensive baseball player in Major League Baseball this season. So I think that, like... Oh, that's interesting. Um, and also, Christian Yelich also got hurt at the end of the season. So, uh, and they were kind of next yeah. in the home runs. And also, like, both of those guys played for better teams. And that, like, pad stats, you know? I was going to ask about that. Because, you know, that's always been the hit against the weatherman is... Yeah, he's got he you know got all the great individual stats, but the Angels are never any good. Right. If, if you've got Bregman and well, really it would be Bregman and Rendon, but the Dodgers, you know, made the NLDS and were the best overall team in the NL for the whole year. Right. Yeah. Um, and then Cy Young, I, I agree with you, uh, should be Garrett Cole. Uh, what about Ryu? Or NL Cy Young, do you think he's got a chance? He had like one of the best first halves in like ever. Right. But he got hurt in the second half, missed a lot of time, and also just didn't pitch as well. So I think that, um, I think that he, I think that you just you got to be strong all the way through, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's tough. Um, yeah, White Sox uh, infielder Yolmo Sanchez won a gold glove. He's like fan favorite among White Sox fans, but he is one of the worst offensive players in Major League Baseball. So now it's going to be a hard sell getting rid of 
fan favorite gold glove winning Yolma Sanchez. That's like Jackie Bradley Jr. for the Red Sox. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but I think Jackie Bradley Jr. is better than Yolma Sanchez. Right. Yeah. Like Jackie, Jackie Bradley Jr. is like a historically great outfielder, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a nasty outfielder, and he's like a streaky hitter. Like he goes on really good runs, you know. Right. But overall. What is he? Is he like a 200 hitter? He's like a 240 hitter, I want to say, or 250 hitter. Yeah. Uh, probably 240. Okay. Well, that ain't that bad. It just sucks when you're like, oh, we have a big hole in our lineup that's going to kill any rallies or anything like that. Right. Yeah. And then um, my boy Ewa Jimenez did not make the finals for AL Rookie of the Year. Which, you know, is probably fair, but I was still holding out just a little bit of hope that he would would be there. And what about Tim Anderson? He didn't get any – he wasn't in the conversation. No, no, no. He, I mean, he won the AL batting title, so right. that's a thing. But, you know, he hits for average. He's got a terrible OPS because um, he never walks. Right. The Red Sox had two players in the top ten of the MVP. Yeah, where did Devos finish? Like eight or seven, maybe. Yeah, that was that was a little surprised about that. Below, uh, below Bogarts. Oh, really? Interesting. (laughs) Cool. All right. Well, um, I'm out of things to talk about baseball wise. if we do need baseball in our lives, we can stream it for $1.99 and watch Dominican League baseball. Oh, did you buy that? I haven't bought it yet. I should, shouldn't I? I mean, for two bucks. I'll I'll throw a buck on that. All right, yeah. So we can split it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was really excited about that. We should definitely do that. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, get out of the, the coldness, but... Fuck, man. It's been a good season. I mean, it's been a fun season. Hasn't really been a good season. Right. Kind of terribly disappointing for the Red Sox. Yeah. Um, I really just want, like, the Yankees' home locker room to be just really badly infested with fleas all next year. Or, like, uh, green mold or something like that. Right. Yeah. 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 That would be fun. Just something that makes them bleed from their eyes and ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, no, not, nothing that serious. <laughs> right. I just want them to fail professionally. Yeah, not personally. Well, some of them personally. Maybe personally, but not, like, physically. I don't want to, like, gotcha. wish harm on them, you know? Yeah, right. Do I wish all their wives leave them and break their hearts? Yes. Yes, yes I do. <laughs> but I don't want them to bleed from their eyes or ears. Okay, we'll draw the line there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish I... I mean... I don't wish that against the Chicago Cubs. We've talked about this. I don't have a hatred that pure. I do get angry when they make me watch the Yankees on TV. I've told you about that, right? But you hate the Yankees more than you hate the Cubs. I hate the Yankees. You may try to. Exactly. Yeah. It's fun when the Cubs lose. I take pleasure in it. I get schadenfreude. But I'm not, like, driven mad with fury when they win. I'm just kind of, you know disappointed and i have to deal with my co-worker mike who's all happy right <laughs> well luckily, luckily most of it happens over the summer 
So you yes. don't have to deal with your coworker, Mike. <laughs> exactly. Fucking <laughs> Mike. <laughs> uh, cool. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, um, thank you so much for listening. Um, Sam, I think we're gonna keep keep try to keep doing this at least on a weekly basis. Do you want to do an off season? Yeah, we might as well go through. Yeah. Yeah. You know, holidays are coming up. I'm going to be traveling. I'm, are you going to yeah. be traveling? So I don't know if we'll be able to keep up the strict weekly regime that we've been pretty good about this year. Right. Yeah. But You're welcome. Be hot stove stuff to talk about or not, if it's anything yeah. like last year. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are opting into their player options. Yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that it's tough out there for a free agent, you know? Yeah. So. Cut and payroll. Right. J.D. Martinez just opted in today. Uh, Alrodius Wife Beater just opted in a couple days ago. Well, at least he deserves to be a Yankee. Right. At least he's in the right place. Right. Yeah. They gave him an extension. Yeah. And he won fucking AL. Did you see that? Oh, I'm going to end on an angry point. He won AL Reliever of the Year. And Jesus. fucking... Um, the guy for the Brewers won NL reliever of the year. Again? Didn't that happen yeah. last year? Well, they, they won a reliever of the month the same month this uh, year. Okay, okay. And everybody, like, trolled MLB for that. And then MLB's like, nah, they're both relievers of the year. Fuck right, you. right. Well, and they don't, I guess they don't take the playoffs into account, but he right. really ended his year on a really fitting note. That was good. That walk yeah, I'll run. take I'll take that memory with me into the postseason. It was a good World Series. Um, yeah, yeah, fucking Yankees, man. All right, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. I don't know, Sam, I might try to make it a college football podcast for the next couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> Hard no. <laughs> I will not be happy. We'll talk about pro wrestling before we... Do a primarily college football podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you're listening to us on Apple iTunes, please give us a rating, a review, and subscribe. Tell your friends. You can also listen to us on Spotify and SoundCloud. And then follow us on all your social media applications. Twitter, at Dump on the Ump. Facebook, Dump on the Ump. Instagram, Dump on the Ump. So, Sam, my name is Joel. Thank you very much. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. The coons have the youth, the units hundred proof. You want some beef, they will cut you somewhere I'm from. The beats is infinite, where I'm from. Brutal as shoot the mean, gets the lead where I'm from. Oh, we didn't talk about Altuve. That's okay. He had a bad world series. Yeah. The fire hose is blown, it's purple when it's snow. I do a hit and go, split.